Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Guy Littlejohn. Guy, you are the founder and CEO of Facets. You're found on the web at facetscc.com, based out of Manchester. We were talking beforehand, uh, some of the best music in the world, some of the best bands, particularly in the uh, early 90s uh, coming from, uh, and the 80s uh, coming from Manchester. Uh, just for music trivia's sake, rattle off uh, some of the bands that, that folks may have heard of that, that all come from the Manchester area. Oh, well, lots of fairly recent bands, Josh, but the big ones would be the Smiths yeah. from the 80s and 90s and Oasis yeah. is probably the probably the largest band that's come out of Manchester. But um, yeah, Manchester is where I'm based now, but uh, I call it home. It's not always been home. Yeah, sure, sure. So Facets uh, is is certainly your home. You, you, you built this home. Uh, tell us about what Facets does. So... We set the business, sorry, I set the business up in April 2020. And essentially what we do is we work with boutique, startup, or purposefully uh, lean companies within the digital, marketing, creative, and tech sectors. Mm -hmm. And we work with them all on a part-time basis, um, heading up their commercial divisions across sales, partnerships, marketing and client development and and what role do you help fill then myself personally uh, i've got my own big book of business so i would be a part-time cro part-time sales director head of sales head of partnerships um we have uh, we've grown to 11 people in the business already or very experienced scaled tech companies scaled digital-focused agencies or digital-focused businesses um, through a variety of Series A, B, and C rounds on a full-time basis. And we all believe that actually from a commercial function point of view, you don't need to be five days a week to be successful. Yeah. We believe that you can be successful one to four days a week, very successful. And And so what's working today in sales and marketing? From a marketing perspective, demand generation, I think um, headline by content is absolutely key. You know, it's something that I do for facets, a lot of personal brand building. We do a lot of that for um, our clients as well. Um, marketing, more performance based marketing is about making sure that you're aligned across certainly search is, is very strong for us, but we use a lot of HubSpot marketing. So CRM marketing is, is very powerful. Uh, and then from sales, it's, uh, it's, it's, um, you know, there's a, there's an area that, that we call research to revenue. So it's making sure that you have everything lined up from the research, the hunting, the right data partners, being able to find some really, really good data on your prospects, mm -hmm. creating some solid content, delivering that through a variety of channels. Um, but making sure that when you get to that demo, it's highly, highly qualified. But we cover a, a variety of channels for our for our clients. Okay, so what I'm hearing is, you know, through a con based content based 
marketing approach and then leveraging that um, for account-based marketing, right? So am I, am I I'm maybe using some different terminology there, um, but w- t- talk about the content. Are you just talking about blog posts? You, you mentioned delivering that among, uh, you know, a number of channels. Um, yeah, yeah. How is that going to be effective? Uh, it, as long as it's all joined up. So very similar message on your website, your uh, lead generation sales emails, uh, and I also don't need to think there needs to be too many of those. Your LinkedIn messaging, um, your the content that you use verbally on the phone, the content that you use when you're running a demo, when you're delivering that sales message, when you get to that meeting face to face or virtually. Um, it's about making sure that all content is clear, um, concise and delivered through the right channels in the right way. So we've got a very certain way that we scale our clients. We've got phase one, two, three, four, five, but they all join up together. Yeah. Um, so what would be um, and what would be those phases? Research is phase one. Research, uh-huh. hunting, prospecting, and what we call farming as well. Farming of data, making sure we've got the right, uh, I suppose, content or contact, sorry, data for for prospects. Um, Phase two is the initial performance drive. So either a very quick call to action on a marketing message or a quick call to action on a sales email. And then phase three is nurturing where we actually developed that relationship through phone-based, I think you guys might call it phone-based marketing. We would just Mm -hmm. call it sales calling. Yeah. Um, and LinkedIn connections so that they're all joined up. So a prospect would get an email, a marketing message, a phone call. If you get through to them, great. If you don't, voicemails mm-hmm. and then connections on LinkedIn fairly quickly in a sales process. And then we drop them out after about six weeks. So lots of people will pepper you for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. We don't do that. We fast paced performance at the beginning and then let people sort of drop out and then come back to us when the time's right, but we've made all the right connections. We've made everything. We've understood that we, they've got challenges that businesses that we work with have solved previously. Um, and this is when I'm talking when we're working on behalf of our, on behalf of our clients. What would be some examples of outbound communication that would not work well in your opinion? And what would be a much better example of that outbound communication? Um, I don't I think cold calling from completely cold when a yeah. business has never heard of you before. Um, <laughs> I think you is is really tough. It's a tough gig, even if you are um, very good at it. And I know there are lots of people. Um, so what we do is layer two or three weeks of marketing and and sales prospecting mm-hmm. in front of that initial cold call. Um, we do a lot of da- data tracking as well, Josh. So um, we drop cookies on on everybody um, that engages either with marketing content or with a sales email. So an awful lot of it, we use um, Gmail for all of our clients and you can actually track whether somebody opened your email. Obviously, that's fairly that's fairly um, standard. Yeah. But click to click to link in that email and whether or not they shared it amongst other people within their business. So there's a registered interest there. They perhaps have connected with you on LinkedIn as well. They've maybe even engaged with some of your content. They've seen a marketing ad. They might have even engaged with that. 
that's a pretty warm prospect that you've got. So when you make that call, you're only calling the people that potentially have said, hey, look at this piece of technology could be really interesting to us. They've shared mm. it with the rest of their team, but for some reason, maybe just haven't got back to you and booked that demo yet. So um, that, in our opinion, is the, is the right way to do it. Yeah. So um, it, it sounds like, you know, if, again, if I'm thinking about a strategy that works pretty well is, um, say we've targeted a few hundred people, right, that they're all key decision makers. Um, we want to be seen in front of them. So I'd imagine paid outreach is probably going to be pretty important there. And then eventually maybe there's some LinkedIn engagement, um, you know, uh, and then eventually, hopefully, we can, well, we cap, we already know their email address, which, you know, and again, and eventually, you know, we're kind of warming, warming, warming them up, warming them up, warming. Oh yeah. I've seen these guys, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And then we start to get more and more personal. Am, am I on the right track here? I, I think so. I think so. Um, I, if you're a business that has the budget to do some paid marketing, then yes, I would agree with you. Um, but if you're not, then I believe that you can still sell your product. Marketing is it's expensive, particularly on Google, particularly on LinkedIn as well. You know, you can be talking above sort of, um, you know, two pound cost per click on LinkedIn. It's very, very expensive, even though your audience is there. Um, so we've run effective sales only um, strategies for some of our clients where they had no marketing budget. Even the UX of their platform was pretty poor. You know, the demos were a little bit here, there and everywhere as we worked out what we were doing. But what we actually did was we got research and analysis based on those very cold sales prospects, always warmed up with an email, though, and always been able to get that data. Have they shared it? Have they opened it several times over several days, um, which then actually fed the marketing. So we got revenue in and then we could actually say, well, we know now what our five, six, seven are customers are and now from a marketing perspective we can throw a net over some of the other prospects as well and then we're not burning through budget so Mm. i agree with you yes if you've got marketing budget it'd be lovely to soften people up but lots of the businesses we work with are bootstrapped (laughs) and they don't have that marketing budget to be able to to be able to uh but not burn but even spend they just don't have it what types of organic content or, you know, uh, what, what, kind of, what kinds of content do you see performing very well? Um, LinkedIn-based personal brand building, if you're you very mean, selective so like your just audiences. Share, so just sharing social media content on LinkedIn. But, on your, yeah. 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 So I, I do um, about three to four posts a week very targeted at my audience, very targeted at the types of businesses that we want to work with. Um, I don't have any friends from university or school that aren't within my uh, industry and sector on LinkedIn. It's, 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 um, I made a conscious decision to make a bit of a LinkedIn call years ago. Therefore, the reach that I am getting is, is strong. Lots of people who have connections of connections are, are good. Um, Blogs are blogs are good. I know lots of people put um, a lot of emphasis on blogs from a from an SEO perspective. I, I think they're great. Um, we've started to do. We've just commissioned a lot of video content for our clients as well. Explainer videos are very good. 
Um, they're working mm-hmm. really, really well. That's something else, of course, you can embed in that first email that shows people really clearly in 40 to maybe 80 seconds what you do as a business and how you explain yourself. Um, they've been really, really powerful as well. So I think video content uh, is very strong. But from an SEO perspective, then naturally you need to align that video content on your website with a lot of words as well for it to actually get the traction that it requires. But um, yeah, video would be my preference at the moment. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of video, <laughs> which you may have seen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, man, this guy <laughs> likes short little videos everywhere. <laughs> I've seen. Very good. Um, what would be some examples of folks that you've worked with, the uh, outcome that what what was their kind of their need? And then, you know, what was the outcome that they were able to create? Yeah. So um, we a couple of good examples of businesses that um, when it was just me as a one man band consultant um, trying to do everything we started with 15, 16 months ago. Um one tech business and one um, small digital focused UX crow, which crow or CRO, depending on how you break it up, agency. Um, both very different. We don't work with competing businesses for, for a reason. Um, but they had both tried to hire full time and just got it wrong. They've needed uh, too much time. It was probably hiring very junior because of the budget. They're a bootstrap business. They don't have, mm. you know, over a hundred thousand, um, well, a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand pounds to go and spend on a head of sales or a commercial director or a head of marketing. So they were maybe dipping around the 25 to 40,000 on a yearly, you know, salary. Um, those people take a lot of time if they haven't been trained effectively before from a sales perspective they take a lot of time to train they take a lot of time to manage they are they are you motivating them effectively do they know where your business sits into the wider digital ecosystem that's very important when you're speaking to a prospect to understand where you sit within their well i suppose their list of challenges but actually where do you sit within their wider team are you really filling a massive gap and is there a short-term need for your business um so with both of those uh, clients that we had, um, they'd hired or they tried to hire, hadn't worked very well. They didn't want to burn through or take the risk on, you know, six figure salaries. So I turned around to them and said, look, hey, you could work with me one day a week. And I've done it before. I've worked with businesses like you before on a full time basis. Let's start off small. Let me prove my efficacy over the mm-hmm. next six, nine, 12 months. And then we'll go to two days, to three days, to four days, to five days. Um, the tech business is now doing 13 days a week of work. And the UX and Crow agency are doing three days a week of work. So um, they were all about generating revenue, getting in front of their prospects. Um, and previously, because of their budget constraints, I, they wouldn't have been able to afford me on a full-time basis. So that's the whole yeah. area behind facets is actually I've worked with lots of small startup boutique companies and I wanted to give back to them. That is the real, that's our why. Our why is to help small companies. Um, and then from a business case point of view, the reason that we're working with that sector is because they're the mass market. There's a lot more of them, you know. Yeah, talk about that, um, you know, because we were actually just, I was just having this internal conversation. So historically, you know, we're kind of in that unique position where historically we've only worked with companies that are making at a minimum six figures, but there are a lot 
of up and coming, you know, professionals that are getting good at what they're doing. They're building a brand for themselves. Do you have any yeah. idea what percentage of the market is in, you know, it, you know, attached to like annual revenue? In the UK, with if we focused on digital focused agencies, so mm-hmm. development, marketing, creative, and everything that sits underneath there, um, an agency of less than 15 people make up 85% of the roughly 30,000 that are in the UK. Wow. Yeah. So that, from a digital agency perspective, is our target audience. Now, traditional consultants charging 800, 900 pounds a day, they go after the big fish. They want to go in and swing in and talk about strategy and paint (laughs) a lot of pretty pictures an awful lot. Um, But then they kind of deliver this document and don't do much. That wouldn't be any valuable value, sorry, to our target audience, that 85%. They need somebody who's been there and done it before to say, you know what, I'm going to roll my sleeves up. I'm not scared to do all the outreach. But then when that outreach comes, that's where my skill set really comes in because you need somebody experienced to run that meeting because, as you mentioned before, you're a highly skilled. I'm talking about the MD of this small agency. You're a highly skilled creative or you're an ex-developer. You know, you've built loads of Magento websites but and you might be able to run a business, but you've never sold anything. So um, there's a big need. Um, time is is huge for them. They want to grow. Um, but do they have the appetite to do any sales? And then do they have the or commercial activity at all? And then do they have the skill set as well? Um, and if we tick all three boxes, that's when we know we've got a, a long-term client. Yeah, fantastic. All right, Guy Little John, your website is facetscc.com. When somebody goes there, what, what should they click on? What should they do? How do they begin that engagement with you? Well, we've got an explainer video. So they'll be able to click on that right at the beginning, which hopefully will explain um, our point of difference in the market. Our biggest yeah. competitor is is full-time employment. I know that's quite a punchy thing to say, but um, that's where we feel we sit. Um, and then hopefully they'll be impressed with the team that's there. Uh, we're working with a, a couple of um, U.S. tech companies now. Um, so we're we're very... Uh, familiar with um, U.S. companies wanting to get into the U.K. and Europe. We're we're running those at length now. Um, But hopefully the backgrounds and the experience of some of the team there that we've got, um, if they were hiring full time, would one of us get the job? I think we'd hope that we'd at least get interviews based on that experience. So um, hopefully a good set of people as well. Awesome. Guy Littlejohn, your website, facetscc.com. Guy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans 
totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.